276CX Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW Tampa. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance as well as the best extended-range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. The Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation serves our nation's combat-wounded Purple Heart recipients by helping heal the invisible wounds of war. We provide world-class outdoor sporting opportunities that honor, connect, and heal our military heroes through the power of the great outdoors. Your support helps restore their independence, promotes connections with communities, and builds hope. To learn more about how you can help, please visit us on the web at wwia.org. The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fishhawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12- and 20-gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team-building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Number three, the Big and Wild Outdoors. Bring Gun, Bill George, Casey's hanging out with us this morning. Uh, Steve stopped by. He's got things to do. He's got to get out there and do his thing. Uh, I'm sitting here watching these um, two beautiful does, three does now, and a uh, big fat squirrel. I just, I, I've been waiting all this whole time over our Big and Wild cam that's on BigandWild.com uh, for the snow, and it's finally here. D- deer don't look any prettier than when they're walking. On snow. Have you ever noticed that? Am I the only one who thinks that? I I think they're pretty no matter where. But I mean, when they're on a white snowy background like that, it just seems they're, so. They're definitely easier perfect. to see. 
Oh, but you... <laughs> <laughs> that's, sort of... that's one of the things when you're hunting, you just hope for enough snow that it just makes them easier to see walking around the woods because it's amazing, even with snow, how, how you know, I've had deer, next thing you know, they're 50 yards away from you, and you're like, how did it get that close? And I never saw it. It's amazing how, uh, I don't know if Casey's experienced it yet because uh, he's still fairly new to the state, but... Uh, I was talking to a gentleman this past week, and he said how much different it is. He started hunting here in the state of Florida. This is his first year hunting out. He's lived here for three years, but this year he got a chance to go. And uh, he was used to being up north. Uh, I think he was from originally um, uh, up in upper Tennessee where it was kind of a mountain, and he kind of like where Steve is, but he would also hunt open fields. And he's like, you know, there you can see a deer moving. You can see him along the edge. You, you know, you can kind of hear him. You know, you got crunch, crunch, crunch of the footsteps, all that stuff. He says, but here, you know, all of a sudden you look down, you're digging in your backpack and you're getting some stuff, maybe get a bottle of water and you look up and boom, there's a deer. <laughs> it's yeah. like 30 yards away and you're like, where the, where did he come from? Where did he, he just, he just like vaporized, you know, psh, just appeared right there. And I said, yeah, wait till you start turkey hunting be about the same thing. And you're like, call it, call it, call it. Let's show on a field or something. If you're in a bottom or a bay head or something, um, you know, next thing you know, you look and where the heck did that guy come How from? How do I get my gun up? He's so close. Yeah. Yeah. Where did he, he came from somewhere and I don't know where he is. Well, uh, speaking of firearms, uh, usually at the end of the year, these always come out. So I look for them specifically. And over the course of the past year, we gave you updates on just how well the gun industry has been doing here in the United States of America. So we have the final numbers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Final numbers. We have the figures from the Federal Background Check database from last year show that 38,573,127 checks were conducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation for the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. And more than one gun can be on that check. This is the funny part. It says that uh, when they kind of get to the numbers, a more dependable number is 18,551, 188 checks were pointed towards sales. This makes the year 2021 the second highest year for background checks just behind 2020's record of 21 million background checks for gun sales. However, as Bill George just pointed out, multiple guns can be transferred in a single transaction. For one, you know, you can put three, five, whatever, if you want to go in there and buy a couple of guns. Person-to-person sales in most states don't require a check. And 25 states accept carry permits in lieu of checks. So some people go and buy without having to can't do that in Florida. So the actual numbers are probably almost twice as high as that. <laughs> so uh, with the amount of people that actually went out there. So the fact that over 18.5 million Americans that they know of chose to lawfully purchase a firearm in 2021 is indicative of the values Americans hold towards the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms, which is a good thing for all of us. As we know, it's always under pressure. It's always under, you know, constant scrutiny. We're always going to be beaten up on it. But some of the great indicators are that they pointed out that one of the good things that we saw also was 
manufacturers announcing significant movements or expansions and relocation signaling anticipation for even more continued growth. Do you think it would have been much higher had the the supply of firearms been a little better? I don't think that I don't think that the supply was diminished as quickly as once the firearms were out in the hands of the general public. That's when it became a problem because when gun sales first started uh, during the toilet paper crisis uh, a year and a half, almost two years ago, that's when gun sales were kind of going up. When we still had uh, before, when we had the disruptions and the peaceful protests in the streets and things like that, gun sales were starting to slowly climb up, climb up, climb up, climb up, climb up. And then one guy might come in and buy one box. You know, I just need something so I can go to the range, shoot a half a box, get to know what I know, and then just put the rest in the gun and and leave it for my home protection. But now, with the more gun sales that were going up and the more stuff that kept happening and the more peaceful protests that kept going on, the more people came in and go, okay, one box is not going to be enough. I talked to my neighbor who said, you don't have a thousand rounds? Why don't you have a thousand rounds? And so they feel they have a need to have a thousand rounds at a minimum. So that spurred the ongoing sales of people buying more and more and more and more. Then when they saw those types of ammunition going off the shelf, then the hunters and the people who needed their ammunition went, crud, if they're buying up all this stuff, I better buy mine now. And I think that's what led to the spur of the the hunting rounds, or at least the larger caliber rounds, being emptied off the shelves and not being put back in because as we pointed out on the show manufacturers only manufacture so much for so long and then they switch over to something for so long and then odd cartridges are you know maybe run once or twice a year so it's hard for them to catch back up now every manufacturer will tell you oh we're going full tilt we've got the hammer down we're pumping it out there and i just don't see it happening (laughs) you don't see the the catching up I don't see the catching up, and I don't see um, where it's become more available to a lot of people in mass. You know what I mean? It's like there's small dip and dunks here and there and everywhere else and all that stuff. As As a gun guy, as a person who's in the retail area, you look at other manufacturers and look at other places and go, where the hell are they getting their ammo from? Where are they getting that from? Where Where isn't that getting that? How is that getting there? Who do they know? And so it creates a lot of speculation and a lot of turmoil with your distributors and things like that. And you're like going, why am I looking at some guy that's online that's got, uh, you know, 20 billion rounds of 22 to sell? Where the hell did he get that from? You know, did you sell it to him? What did they say? Uh, No, we didn't sell that to him. We didn't do that. Because most people don't go factory direct. You know sure. what I mean? You have to go through a distributor. So it's it's impossible to call up Hornady and go, yeah, Hornady, I need, uh, unless you need 10,000 rounds of of each and every one of them, you know, they're not going to sell it to you. It doesn't behoove them to go, hi, my name is Bill George. I need uh, two boxes of 270. Yeah, go to your store. Uh, they don't have it at my store. Well, I guess they have to wait till they get it from the distributor. Distributor don't have it. I called them and they don't have any. So we're waiting on you. Where's that ammo going? Oh, no, we're pumping it out. It's all coming. Don't you worry. It'll be there soon. I do I do see certain ammo starting to pile up a little bit more. What are you seeing? 
a lot of two two three and AK type like stuff. Yeah, but we've never been low on that. We've never had a shortage well, I mean, of, was... of five five six two two three nine. Not where I'm. Not where I'm working. Yeah, we've never been low on it. Well, I know at one point it was getting a little thin, but it's it's only getting thin because you can't put it all out because then it would all be gone in mass. So you got uh, you got to realize that uh, forty caliber, all that kind of stuff like that. Whoosh, 22s. Now we're in another 22 shortage. Now it's like can't find 22s. 22 mags. Can't find 22s. Can't find 22 mags. What about 17 HMR? Nope. No, not 22 more. What about 22 Hornet? Nope. 22 250? Nope. 220 Swift? Nope. I mean, it's 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 just all going away, and you can't seem to be able to find it. Dude, we got lucky. I found literally, I went to four different distributors, and I found. 20 boxes of 20-gauge, 3-inch turkey loads, number fives and number nines, and immediately had to snatch them up and purchase them immediately. Otherwise, they weren't going to be there in five minutes. Seriously. Sure. They, they would be gone in a heartbeat. And because I know because I the day before, they had some turkey loads there, and I purchased those, and I was like, ah, I'll put it on my order and do it tomorrow. Gone! <laughs> they were gone. They did not wait whatsoever. And turkey season hey. is right around the corner. Uh, and last weekend after leaving the, the show, I went with Carlos. We went on a mission and uh, filled up a whole tremendous trailer full of uh, stuff from a restaurant that was going down. And I managed to pick up two additional 40, whatever you call it, the big double basket commercial fryers. Picked up two new ones. Nice. For, for turkey camp. Did you call my boy Chris? Did y'all do any other talk? I, I haven't talked to oh, Chris. Okay. Well, now I, I'm going to say this: because of the ammo shortage that's been going on over the past year, two almost two years, what do you think turkey hunters are doing right now? Looking for ammo. They're looking for ammo already. They're yes. already sitting here going, "Dude, we're a month away from uh, you know getting down there in, uh, in the south." I've Don't- been. I've been a. I've been a since last year during turkey season. I've been looking for a particular load of turkey and 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 i haven't found it i shoot the long beard xls but i shoot it in three and a half six number sixes and so i may have to i may have to come off my uh primary and and switch you know didn't i give you the ones that i got or something didn't i even those were turkeys they were in my truck rattling around for a long time i was like here i'm not going to use these go ahead I maybe have used them. <laughs> I have a couple. I have a couple. I'm not. I'm not like done, but you know, I do hunting. I'm going to be hunting Hawaii. I'm going to be hunting Florida. I'm going to be hunting Pennsylvania. Well, now I got to ask you over there. Uh, I guess you're going to use their shotgun, their no, ammo. No, or, no, or? I'm hauling it. You're taking it over. There. I have to get off a plane and go see a lawman and check my gun in. Really? Yep. Why can't you just use one there? You have to have it legally checked. All right, whatever. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be back. Hang on, hang on. As hunters, we all know that planning a 
the food plot in Florida is hard work. It takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer. And, of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at FloridaMineralOnline.net or click the link at BigAndWild.com. So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger, go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com Ace Heating and Cooling is a locally owned and operated full-service residential and commercial heating and cooling company in Brandon. They specialize in giving the best options to all their customers and send highly trained technicians to your home or business, not salespeople. Ace wants to build long-lasting relationships and bring reliable service to every customer. Get your AC or heating done right the first time and every time from your friends at Ace Heating and Cooling. Schedule your service today at brandonac.net. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know that Montana adopted hunter harassment laws in 1986, becoming one of the first states in the country for protecting sportsmen from anti-hunters out in the field? All the states in the U.S. have the hunter harassment laws, but the majority are using the language developed by the USSA. Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are making a difference. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business Austin, the distractor. Squirrel, squirrel. Why do I have to be the distractor? 
dude, you got to watch this episode. You got to watch this right here on uh, Yellowstone real quick. Hang on. How long is your Any, break? Anybody's watching knows <laughs> the scene with Rip and the bikers where they're on the wrong side of the road. I haven't seen it. National so. Park's on one side. Ranch is on the other. They're on the wrong side of the so, road. He was nice. He was very nice and polite. He said, sir, I'm just going to ask you to go across the road. This is the Yellowstone. And then you uh, decide to beat him up and the devil's coming down the road. And the devil is? Rip. Rip. Okay. I still have not seen the show, so uh, you could have watched the marathon last week. And caught up. I, 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 I got to do it. I, I guess you are going to the train station. That's all I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, since you're in here and you're uh-huh. a gun guy and you like that, I'm going to ask you a simple question, Steve Austin. What is your favorite pistol round? If you were going to carry something every single day that was defending your life, liberty, and your pursuit of happiness. What would be your round of choice? What would be the thing that you would depend on? Well, for what it is, if it wasn't so heavy, it'd be a 40, but it's too heavy. So I like the Glock 43 9mm. You do? And that's what I carry all the time. So you're a fan of the 9, the 9mm? It's not my favorite, but it's just light. You know, you can carry a 43 and not even know you got it on you. That 40, we used to carry them in the store, you remember? The, yes. Uh, the 23, Glock 23. That thing was carrying a boat anchor on your hip. By the end of the day, your back was hurting. Oh, you can always get that in a three fifty seven SIG. Same cartridge, same round. Uh, it would be, uh, you yeah. know, it's 200 feet per second slower than a three fifty seven mag. It's a great round. At 20 feet, 40 is not going to matter if you're 20 feet further. If right. If it wasn't a carry, an active carry, and it was in your house, or in your business, would that change? That, that would be my Colt forty five that I have okay. right next to the bed. That would be shoot the bowling ball shooter. Yeah, because yeah, I want right to make sure if it goes through the door or you, that something goes down. Well, now, I, I find it interesting because, um, you know, everybody always comes out with a bigger, better, whatever it is. And I know 40 was the big one for a while, and then you had 357 SIG, and then... Uh, Never uh, was a fan of that. I, I I like it. It's a neck down 40. I think it's it's fast, and it's, it's good for what it is. But, you know, they're always looking for the magic one. Well, as if we're not in an ammo shortage as it is enough, I just thought it was kind of funny that Federal has announced a brand new caliber. That what they're gonna, is it? They're going to be introducing into the compact uh, series. They're coming out with a new firearm that's going to be called um, uh, the Easy Carry or whatever it is. I don't know, but basically, it is a. It's more compact than a nine millimeter, and more effective than a three eighty. Well, it's the size of a pack of cigarettes if it's more compact than nine. How can a nine millimeter be any smaller? No, I'm talking about the round itself. Oh. I'm talking about the bullet and the round itself. So it's between a three eighty and a nine. They're trying to find a niche in between there, which never seems to work out very well. Nope. This is going to be called the thirty super carry. That's the new name of the new round. Thirty super carry. The thirty super carry. They're calling it the most revolutionary advancement in self-defense history. Why? Because the federal premium 30 Super Carry is going to run a 100-grain bullet loaded up to their self-defense stuff. It's a jacketed hollow point reaching the velocity of 1,250 feet per second with 347 foot-pounds of energy. Saying that it can actually uh, penetrate 15.5 inches of ballistic gel, which is actually better than both the 9 and the 380. It's a 30 caliber. So the key takeaway is that it's slimmer, 
than the nine millimeter, which means you can put more cartridges in it. So typically, if you took like a Smith and Wesson EZ that holds eight plus one, the thirty SC, as it's known, super carry, is the capacity would be ten plus one. Well, I, I think the problem I got is the best gun out there, if it were smaller, in my humble opinion, is the FN 5.7 by 28 because no recoil, fun is everything to shoot, lethal, shoot somebody at 100 yards with that. It's a pig killer, too. And, and it's, I, I love mine, but they're too pricey and the ammo's too expensive. But man, you're talking about a good defense gun, it'll go through car windshields, doors, body armor ain't going to save you. No, and it's like the uh, the twenty two uh, TMC, you know that that one yeah, that they yeah. make that's a neck down. But this one here, I thought was very funny because when I read the article on it, the people that are of course producing the load are all owned by the same all owned by the same company. Uh, of course, gonna, they are. Yeah, American Eagle. Uh, <laughs> Excuse the, me. The Spear Gold Dot. Uh, all other loads from Remington. Owned by Vista uh, Vista Outdoors. You know they're all owned by the same company, the same ones that own Federal and Spear. So they're going to be pushing this really hard. This is going to be the, this is going to be the Creedmoor of the pistol yeah, world. Yeah. I can see it. But now I was thinking about this, and I'm thinking, well, this is not. You know, they always say that old thing. There's nothing new under the sun or moon. You know that this new critter, this new pistol round that's going to be revolutionary and change the world with the 30 super carry. Let's forget. That the thirty Luger was invented back in 1898. Right. Basically, it's the same exact round, except that it's not bottle-shaped, and that it was actually introduced, and it shot a 93 full-grain, uh, full-metal jacket bullet at 1,220 feet per second when it's in the velocity. <clears throat> and even though the Luger was discontinued in 1949, the 30 Luger, you can still buy ammunition for it from Remington, Winchester, Saco, and Lapua. It basically has 1,210 feet per second and has 296 foot-pounds of energy. Well, let's move it along. It's almost the same exact bullet as this new super carry that's going to change the entire world. I don't know, man. I mean, I think there's enough pistol rounds. They need to make more variety in the ammo. Well, you have uh, specialty ammos and things like that. I know a lot of people like, uh, you know, they look at Hornady and the big names and all those other people and stuff like that for these advancements in their stuff. But in reality, smaller companies like Gorilla Ammo, things like that, uh, you have other ones that make some specialty ammo. You have one that's uh, civil defense. It's made here in Florida as well. That's an it's a super light bullet. That's a nine millimeter. That's like ninety three grains. That thing comes screaming out of there. Yeah. And uh, well, that's what I'm saying about the five seven man. I just think that's. Have you ever shot one? Oh yeah, amazing to shoot. It's uh, <clears> and you, the French and the Belgian police use them. Oh, oh, we are the French. We have it. Huh? We are not going to lose again. Never. Never again. Yeah, they will. And if you actually, uh, if you go and you say, uh, if you go to the the Big and Wild Outdoors and you go scroll down through some of the ones that they do the machine gun shoot where they shoot every one of the different kinds of machine guns and yeah. their calibers, watch the FN and the 5.7. <laughs> it's like, you know, all these others are going, they're going, you get to that one, it goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty much You're done. talking about the one the magazine goes on the top? Yeah, on the top. It's horizontal. Yeah, 100 rounds. Yeah. It's basically like, <clears throat> beep, 
and we're done. I saw a bank robbery movie where they were carrying him the other day, and I'm like, that's the first time I ever saw that thing used for anything practical. Well, not robbing Like a bank robbery? <laughs> not practical, maybe, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, my slow Sundays. Okay, sure. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they push at the shot show. And this, if you're really looking for the perfect bank practical robbery, gun, practical one for bank robbery. Talk about rob your liquor store. This is the one you want right here. The five seven fully auto. Great round though. It's Love all. It. It's all again. So, and I got to ask you too because I know you're a man with an opinion. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, our our representative Anti uh, Sabatini has introduced legislation to do away with the concealed carry permits here in the state of Florida. That ain't going anywhere. How do you know? Because they're getting a billion of them a day in Florida and everywhere else. Well, no, I'm saying that uh, with the... the their oh, you mean once you, know, you can carry, you just no, don't need a permit. That's right. Oh, I'm all for that. Yeah, open carry without a permit would be legalized in the bill. And uh, the governor, DeSantis, has said, you get it on my desk? I will sign it that Absolutely day. Absolutely, he will. I will sign it that day. So it's it'd be a good day, and I know that uh, they're convening. I think this this week, don't they start their? Uh, no, no, I need. I, I have some emails I need to send up that way. Uh, I'm going to start up at the legislative. I'm I'm tired of dealing with some things with the the local folk. Well. FWC. Well, you know the the bad part about open carry, though, and I don't have a problem with it. But you watch these videos from towns that have it, like Austin, Texas, and somewhere in Arkansas. I was watching a video the other day. Some poor guy going down the street with a pistol on his hip on his bicycle. Cars come sliding up. They disarm him, which they have no right to do. And the one cop takes his pistol out of his holster. And points the gun at him trying to get the magazine out, and the guy goes, you realize you're pointing a loaded firearm at me, and you illegally disarmed me. So if that thing went off and killed him, yeah, that cop would have went to prison. Of course. But, you know, he's mumbling, stumbling, bumbling, well, I have to, I have a right to, you don't have any right to disarm an American citizen. No, and uh, currently right now, 21 constitutional carry states in the United States are... Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota. Live free or die. Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia, and Wyoming. And I find it strange that over there in the Northeast, usually when you think of that, it's like, you know, guns are the worst thing on the planet, you know, when you, but come on. Maine has open carry. Vermont has open carry. Again, big hunting states. Yeah, exactly. And Florida doesn't? Something is very wrong. It's just been dragging. They'll do it. I hope so. I hope they get it done this week. DeSantis would let you bring a halter to work. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't do that. I'd drive it. Get Slick to borrow one from his uh, army group, and we'll see what we can do. I don't think Slick should be allowed to carry anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're taking a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our friends at G5. We'll be right back. You know, I watch... Don't purchase your next boat without checking out the new versatile and customizable Seashay Rigid Rib Boat. It's a great boat for family fun and perfect for the flats or secret lake. Seashay Rib Boats are crafted with the highest quality materials, aluminum or fiberglass hulls and Hippolon floats. They're easy to maneuver, even for novices, and they'll give you that smooth ride that mama likes every time. Its unique design is fully customizable with all the accessories and amenities that you want. You can start building your perfect Seashay custom boat today at SeashayBoats.com. 
Florida'sLargestHomeShow.com. Florida's largest home show is better than ever with so many new and exciting things. Windows, outdoor lighting, cabinets and doors, and fabulous floors. The smartest home technology and robot lawnmowers to do the work for you. Fix your roof or make your home hurricane-proof. Shutters and gutters, water purity and home security. Even waterfalls and ponds to accent your home landscaping. There's everything from cooking knives and cookware, art and home decor, even sparkling hair for the ladies. You can relax on a cozy recliner, sink into the softest mattresses, dip into the most relaxing hot tubs. There's indoor and outdoor cooling, outdoor kitchens, electrical resolutions to solar energy, and swimming pool solutions. And you can breathe easier because the show is sanitized electrostatically by Sanitize 360. Florida's largest home show is Friday, January 7th, through Sunday, January 9th, inside the Expo Hall at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Diamonds International. Doc and Pies Arcade Factory.com. Build the most powerful and fun-filled arcade machines on the market today. All Doc and Pies Arcade machines are state-of-the-art with original sound and graphics. All have a two-year warranty, free support for the life of your arcade machine, plus free delivery. All brand-new arcade machines with your favorites, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Galaga, and hundreds of others. Be sure to check out the Doc Box console with three thousand games you need to see it to believe it order your family fun field times at doc and pies arcade factory.com hey hey here we go Think about fast cast for you. It's going to be a beautiful day. If you're not outside as of yet, you will be soon, and you will see that it is pretty. It is very nice. It's a very good day. It's going to be about uh, 78 degrees, so or a little more today. Not much in the form of rain, but humidity is still going to be kind of high out there, and tomorrow is going to be a little more rainy. You got another front pushing through, and next week is going to be fine and fabulous. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day to go out and mess around. Are we answering phones? Are you sure? Did you get it right? Are you sure? Because I'm pushing the button, Just Tom. keep pushing buttons. Something will happen eventually. <laughs> hey, there's Tom Free. What are you doing, man? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Strike what? two. No, no, no. I can hear you, but he can't hear us. He can't hear us. Okay. okay. Now, now can you hear us? Yeah, keep pushing buttons. Something will happen eventually. Okay. Uh, Does it work now? Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, good. All, All right. right. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, Casey's still kind of new. Casey. so He does a good job. He does a good job. He's just learning the, which buttons we mean like what. We like Casey. He, yeah. He's got a bead of sweat do? rolling down his forehead right now, but it'll be all right. It'll be good. Keep it off the board. As, as the late Chris Thomas yeah, used to. It's all right. We, we've all been the new guy. Yes, we have. So uh, what's going on with you, man? What's happening? So, so you had to go talking about ammo shortage and get me all paranoid, so yeah. I had to go, go online and order another $800 of Apex uh, turkey ammo. Well, okay. Thank you. That's well. At least you'll be set for life. That's unless well, you know. It's one. Of, it's one of those things. Buy it. Buy it while it's in stock because you don't know what tomorrow brings. Not that I'm trying to push you into. Is it a super secret spot, or it is this one where anybody can go and try to find? No, it? this is actually. Uh, I have uh, my me and uh, my buddy Trip, who uh, who uh, is a is a G five enthusiast, uh, have decided that we are going to do the turkey. Uh, slam this year. Okay. So we oh. we have actually got uh, Florida, South Carolina, Missouri, New Mexico, and Texas set up to do our slam. Very nice. You talking about Trip Selke? 
Trip Tuttle. Oh. Tuttle. He's, he's a South Carolinian that uh, that uh, has hunted uh, out there in New Mexico with uh, with Bill and uh, and uh, is a G five uh, supporter. I had I've have uh, three Grand Slams and I got uh, one of my Easterns in South Carolina because that's where I was born. Yep. yep. I uh, I went I went to college in South Carolina and uh, I'm sorry. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> one of one of my favorite states to hunt. I, I've got a howitzer. You were talking about bringing a howitzer to work. I've got a howitzer story that may not may or may not have happened depending on the statutes of limitations. Right. In uh, in college at Presbyterian College, we had a 75 millimeter pig howitzer that. Uh, the ROTC fired, you know, at kickoffs at the football games and whenever the football team would score, uh, halftime, end of the game, you know, we'd blast that thing off. Well, we stored it in a, in, a, in, a, in a building on campus, and before the first football game, the the colonel ordered me to go get the howitzer and put it out on the football field because I had a big Bronco with a, with a trailer hitch. So me and my ROTC buddies ran down, put it on the back of the truck, and then we went to – we said we need lunch, so we went through the drive-through at McDonald's, and the young lady working at the the window leans out, looks at the cannon on the back of the truck, looks at me. I said, "We're going squirrel hunting." <laughs> she just had this very confused look on her on her face. She handed us our Big Macs. We drove to the stadium, put the howitzer away. Uh, you know, nowadays with everybody having a, a, a camera on their phone, I'm sure. It would not have gone over well with the, the authorities, but, uh, you know, uh, statutes of limitations and all. It's all yeah. right. I think they're legal for squirrel, aren't they, in the state of Florida? I think I so. I don't think there's any maximum caliber. I, I, don't, I don't think there is a maxi caliber on that, so you're all good. You're all covered. It's no problem. You know, you said you were going to go out uh, to New Mexico. You know, Steve, uh, didn't you go for Merriam's out there yeah, in yeah. New Mexico? Yeah, that's too. Uh, that's where we're going to pick up our uh, our Merriams. Then we're going to drop down into Texas and and go finish it off with the Rio. The the lovely Mike Colada had never killed a turkey, and I think in New Mexico to get his first Miriam out there. When things are loud and they will strut around and breed in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> craziest turkey I've ever seen. <laughs> so you're going to do the uh, Grand Slam this year. You ever think about doing the U.S. Slam or? You know, uh, Trip is a, is a huge turkey hunter, a way way bigger turkey hunter than I am. Uh, you know, I've dragged him on enough uh, big game hunts. He shot enough deer where he he could care less about shooting another mule deer or white-tailed deer. So, but he still gets fired up about turkeys. So this this year, I said, okay, we're going to do your thing, and we'll go do the uh, we'll go do the, the 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 Grand Slam. So, well, the Grand Slam is a U.S. Slam. What's a U.S. Slam? You mean the World Slam? Slam? It, it's it's all forty nine states. It's, it's oh the U.S. It's, oh my gosh! No, I don't. Uh, that would be that. <clears throat> I, I, I that will live that long. Pull I, that off. More more power to you. I have a buddy. Uh, I have a buddy. He's working on. He has a couple to finish up, and he will have five U.S. Slams. That's I, crazy. I would like to go do that. You know, I've watched on the on you know the Outdoor Network and everything these the turkey hunts that they do out there in Hawaii when you know. You're sort of on the, the, the side of a, of a big, uh, dormant volcano I'll be looking there. out over the Pacific Ocean. That just that just looks like a like a fun hunt. They uh, have them in New Zealand now. They have Miriams. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Well, you, when are you going to Hawaii? I, I'm the end of February, the beginning of March. I'll be on that volcano. That's very cool. Well, good luck to you. 
Yeah, so. yeah. I told him to be more sporting about it and actually shoot it with like a Crossman 760, and you know, take a little pride in it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but he doesn't want to do that. He's going to drag his I, uh, shotgun over I there. I tell you, anyway, any way you can kill a Miriam, do it. Yeah. <laughs> they are a hard bird. Are but, they? Yeah. Well, they're big. They're bigger. I mean, it's well, not like an stand, Osceola. I told you we got up one morning, and 75 yards away across this 200 foot canyon is another ledge, and there's a Miriam standing on it, gobbling at us. Looking at us. <laughs> Look at me. He wouldn't fly over? No. And he's just like, go ahead, shoot me, and then you got to climb 4,000 feet to get me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's part of the hunt, isn't well, it? Yeah. New Mexico's awesome. Well, that's, yeah, those guys do that for those bighorn, <clears throat> those bighorn sheep and mountain goats. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, have you ever watched Bob <laughs> Folkrod when he did his – his bighorn sheep thing. I think. What did he work out for six months uh, before he went on that trip, I, man? I mean, seriously. I, I'm I'm too old and fat. I got to get him. You know, get. I like that nice. You know, twenty twenty yards. Shoot him in the face and, and walk over and pick him up. Well, from what Steve told me, those Miriams, uh, especially that time of year, they'll come running right at you. I mean, they'll run right on your into your face. I mean, uh, when they're hot. But, and but heavy. they like to put a canyon between you. Yeah. <laughs> and they like to come out there and make a lot of noise on a snowy day. Yeah. <laughs> when our birds will sit on the limb till two o'clock in the afternoon. So when are you gonna start this uh this slam tour? Well the first one we're gonna start with uh, you know, uh we're gonna go below State Road seventy, start with the Osceola and then go up to South Carolina and then over to Missouri to my farm and uh, shoot one off my place. Cause we'll do, so we'll probably get a couple of, East, of Easterns, mm-hmm. uh, then New Mexico, and then down to Texas. Oh, then they make the big giant loop. That's not too yep, bad. the big loop. Well, you know, while you're in Texas, you could kind of shimmy across the border and get one of those goulds over there. Might as we well. Thought, everybody we, else we is thought, shimmying across the border. about that, but neither of us really are, are wanting to be beheaded by a cartel. Ah, you so. got guns. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got guns. My buddy did go down south to get that goulds last year, and when he was driving in, he saw people in the woods with guns, and it looked kind of scary. And when he got there, he asked the people about it. He says... They're, they told them, those are the people that are looking for the people that are looking to bother you. So they're good people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, on, they're on the right side. Yeah. They pay those people. Yeah. What, what camo color were they wearing? It kind of gives you the <laughs> distinction between them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to, you know, I, I, as much as I, I, I love to hunt, you know, uh, I've, got, I've got other things I want to accomplish, too. So that the, the gold is, is on the list, but uh, I'm going to... I'm going to wait for things to get a little more stable before I go down there. Well, you know, you can always go borrow the howitzer. You can you yep. can get, get one from, in the United States. across the border. <laughs> yeah, you can get one in the United States. But, hey, if he turns around and you got a turkey enthusiast, you might want to send him out to our turkey camp uh, this spring gobbler season out at Green Swamp. There's Don't some, do it. There's some turkey killers out there that go Oh, yeah, over. yeah. Uh, we, we have about a 50,000-acre cattle ranch. That we hunt south of uh, State Road 70, sort of within eyeshot of the prison down there. So, uh, m- more birds than you can actually shake a stick at down there. Well, I'd be willing to chase them with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me along. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know where that spot is. All right. Well, Tommy, we're going to go, hey, man. We're going to take a break. I'll listen to you. You guys have a good one. Everybody be safe, Everybody be safe out there. Hey, hey I have a real quick question before I let you go. Do you sure. got any sheep set around that dock of yours yet? Uh, a few. I've got a bunch of mangrove snapper. All right. I just want to know. And then, as uh, and then uh, when I get this, when I get my uh, 
my pod back here in a couple of months, and I throw the lights in. I'm hoping to have some snook again. Very nice. Well, I got I got a teenager who wants to kill some snapper. Just going to let well, him know. If you guys ever want to fish, just come on over. All right. See you, Tommy. Thank you. See ya. All right. Bye. <laughs> good Lord, did he take a breath in there? Of course he did. Oh. Yeah, he did, but he's all good. He's going to be out there. I, I, you know what? He's one of those guys that gets to go and do that kind of stuff. I, and, uh, you know, I always wanted to do that with deer. I always wanted to do the range yeah. of all the different uh, well, species. Well, look at it this but... way. Ten years ago or 15 years ago, I said I'll never get – I was watching a Grand Slam on TV, and I said I'll never get to do that. And my son Ryan goes, you will. You'll end up doing it. And then I ended up doing it three times. <laughs> so, And I, honest to God, and I was watching this guy hunt Miriams, I thought, I'll never get to do that. I'll never get to shoot one. But, you know, life takes some funny turns. And you know what? It, it's an opportunity. I mean, if you can't make it to New Mexico for Miriams, you can always go to some Nebraska. other state. Nebraska's got a, good, got a great herd of them. Uh, does it? That's a, that's Dakota? A into the, uh, South Dakota? Don't they have them yep, in yeah. there, that southern part I, there? I saw... Nine Miriam Toms walking at us at one time, which I've never seen in my life. Down a bank, all you hear is all this gobbling. And I'm going, man, that's more than one time. And there's nine walking right at us, all of them strutting. In the snow. Well, I mean, it was cold that day in Nebraska. It wasn't snowing, but freezing cold. They, they don't care. So, wait, you got your one Miriam in Nebraska and then the other one in I New Mexico? I got two in Nebraska. Two in Nebraska. And I got one in New Mexico. And one in New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And the Rios all were Texas. Of course. Yeah, I but, love hunting Texas. But man. now, wait a minute! You went to uh, San Antonio the first time. I remember that when you were there for the basketball. And then uh, out, I'm whatever. trying to remember the name of that town. Starts with a B. Out in West Texas, Bronzels? out in the hill country, New uh, Braunfels. Yeah, New I think Bronzels? that was one of the places. But I got I got two in one day because you can kill five. I think they're all one day. So the first one was down San Antonio way. The second was over in uh, uh, a little north of there, Barnell, north or and, and west. North and West. Uh, Rio, no. Um, can't remember the name of it. It was all hill country, a lot of rocks. Well, oh, then yeah. what good is it doing us? Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, we got to take a quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over there, Brandon Ford. Hang on, we'll be right back. continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you 
like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife, Christine, pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online, alswildmeatprocessing.com. Safety up, sit down, and hang on. There's no better place for your next ATV adventure than Bone Valley. With over 200 acres of twists and turns, that's a -a one-of-a-kind ATV experience, and eight miles of trails, a hill climb, an open play area, and picnic areas. Located at 10427 County Road 630 West in Mulberry, hours are Friday through Monday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., State law requires ATVs be registered prior to riding on public property. Riders under 16 are required to take a rider's education class for fees and hours. Check out BoneValleyATV.com. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden, Bill, Steve's hanging, and uh, Casey's over there just pondering life's many mysteries. Uh, before we get out of here at the top of the hour, uh, at the end of the show, last week we kind of touched on the fact that uh, the Goliath Grouper workshop is going to be coming up, and um, this is a time for you to uh, voice your opinion. you got two days to be able to do it yeah. online, uh, and... If you don't say nothing, you ain't going to get nothing. So yeah. I know a lot of people are, are using social media to berate the FWC and everything else. I'm not going to spend that kind of money. I'm not going to do it. Well, you know what? Doing it on, on Facebook ain't going to help, man. So yeah. do it online and do it on the video conference and make your voice heard. There, If you go to myfwc.com, there's a marine fish workshops that they have. You'll, you can go just Google it. But you'll end up seeing that there's going to be on January 11th at 6 p.m. So people who say, well, you don't do anything because, you know, I have to work. Well, it's 6 p.m. You, you get off. You can pull off on the side of the road. You can participate on your cell phone. You can participate. And then on the 13th at noon, they have one. And they're looking at, uh, you know, up in St. Augustine, they passed a draft rule that was going to allow for a very small amount of harvest. The things the commissioners kind of beat up on staff for was their high dollar amount and the size of the fish. The slot, yeah. The slot. Most of us want to kill a much bigger fish. The monster, 300-pounder. You know, but they turn around right now. They got the – they want to keep it to the smaller fish. I just – I don't – I understand that and – I'm sitting here complaining about it. it's not going to change anything. So one of the no. things that you need to do is is let them know and give me a tip on what I should do when I call in. I mean, you want to be concise. You want to be have your uh, parameters already lined up. What you're thinking about what you would pay for it. You, if you're if you're supportive of it, you immediately want to say I'm supportive of a harvest. Okay. Okay. Period. Once you get that out, if there's things in there that you think need to be altered like the cost in order to get the permit whether or not you think everybody should be able to do it you're not going to get anything with any open harvest of that animal okay it's going to be a very limited drawing because they and we have to get our foot in the door 
to allow something. Well, my I would say that my pet peeves on the whole thing is one, uh, of course I'm for it. Number two, as I think the size should not matter. It, a tag is a tag is a tag. It doesn't really matter. Number three, there needs to be more of them available, and the price should not be more than fifty bucks. I mean, in all in in reality, it's what it used to be for the old kill tag for a tarpon. For heaven's sakes, remember it was fifty bucks. Yeah, you want to kill a tarpon? Fifty bucks. Hundred now, and then it has to be only can be used. If you think it's a state re- or a, a world record, if it was a tarpon, but I'm talking yeah. about if, if it's a fifty dollar fish and it's an any size fish and it's and you got to put uh, I don't know where they came up well, with that stupid low number, but there should be no less than a thousand or uh, three thousand, in my opinion. The, the the one of the things is is you have so many people in South Florida fighting it and that because they may South have a Florida ma- when you on the East, East Coast. Because they yeah. have a big dive industry that's focused around going out and seeing and these. Taking pictures of Big Lou. Yeah. Okay. But the state is going inconsistent with the feds. So the state's going to allow it in state waters. Yes. In state waters, the fish are generally smaller anyways. Once they get big, they move offshore to those wrecks and into the some deeper of the water. other structure. Yeah. That's not where you're going to be able to fish for these fish anyway. So it's going to be your smaller fish inshore. If they open it up to the bigger fish, you're going to want to go out there more and catch that big one. Here, they're going to start it. And whether or not it's for three years, four years, whatever it is, we got to get the process started. So um, I agree. We do need to be able to get bigger fish. But while we're starting and doing it in state waters and doing it a little bit more regulated, we're going to start smaller and so, bring the price down. And, and and I think the price should be uh, it's crazy expensive. Much, much more in line with we're not going to make money off of this. We're going to allow access, and we don't need a whole. Do you big hear the expense. words that you're saying? And they talk about just infuriates everybody. It's like the government allowing you to go out there, even though you paid them to be able to have the privilege of going out and killing a fish that's been put there for you to use. That's that's the thing. I think that everybody's looking at it as a commodity, like it's some sort of uh, plant that they grew, and that uh, if you want fruit off of it, you have to pay me for it. And if you do pay me for it, then I still have to give you permission to go and pick the fruit off the tree. Those fish are put out there for a reason. They're not out there to be uh, looked at and marveled at. If that's what you want to do, fine. But if for the other... 99% of the people, that fish is to be taken and, and put into a frying pan right, for the most right, part. Right now, that agency seems to be more aligned with uh, let me let anybody just view it and go out there and catch and release it for the fun of it and that harass it than to put it on a table. But You caught a Goliath, didn't you, Steve? Didn't we get on when we were in Boca Grande? Did we hook one, down there? yeah. Yeah, down there by the pier. Yeah, it was such an enjoyable time, wasn't but, it? Yeah. But, it, was, it was just so much fun. But, and, like like been, catching a car hood. Have you been back no. to go catch? Okay. No. But, that's, that's what I'm saying. But one of the other rules is they're anticipating hook and line only. That's all they want to allow. They do nah, not want to allow a spear fisherman. Man, that's, and to me, there's no reason to exclude a section of a group of, of you know. No, if he wants to get drugged to the bottom, let him. Well, you're not going to get drugged to the bottom. You're going to, you know, you do it. If he's dead. If you do it. like 36 inches is your biggest. You do your proper thing. That they're going to allow you to shoot. Yes. It's a slot limit. Well, that's. Well, I saw a show in Panama the other day. They had little kids out there, 9 and 10, just reeling them, you know. 
I couldn't believe the size of the group or the Goliath group they were pulling up. They they were yeah. big as an airplane. Yeah, I mean they're 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 like little uh, Volkswagen beetles, man. They're just they're that, massive. That's an amazing huge. fish, though. I will say it is. But if you it, let, let's just let's just say we have a friend of ours who's trying to feed uh, five hundred people at his local church. Is it better for him to pull out two thousand uh, crappie out of a lake or to go get one? Uh, oh, I have no problem with them catching them. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. As long as they don't go crazy, but if they want to let, you know, a couple thousand every year, I mean, there's a bazillion of them. Right. Yeah, exactly. What are you looking? Why are you looking? Why are you looking? Are what, you... They're looking at 200? Is that what they're? 200? They were saying that the, the <clears throat> most, I think, was three, uh, 300 fish uh, out of the entire state of Florida. The entire state. Now, now look at his confused look. <laughs> well, the other thing is, is well, it's, again, what you said, it's, it's, I got some congressmen going, eh, three hundred's plenty. That sounds I like a good number. Yeah, yeah, it sounds no. like a great number. Well, and it's not a good number, and especially if you're just going to make it hook and line only, you do not know what you're going to have on the end of that hook. You have no idea. Yeah. And uh, to bring up one that weighs, oh, I don't know. Uh, he's uh, 800 pounds, 120 pounds. Well, he's not legal. We have to vent him and send him on his way. Now you go down there and now you've hooked and, and caught 20 of them before you get to the one that you're actually going to do. I don't know any human being on this entire planet who's going to sit in a boat and try to reel up 20 frigging Goliath grouper. And if you did about two or three of them would die. Yeah, exactly. But now what would be better off is to have a guy who's, oh, I don't know able to breathe underwater, see the size of it, know exactly the one that he wants, walk up there and go with a power head, bring up the fish, and we're done. The slot limit's filled, everything's good, everything's fine, and we're on our way. How do you exclude the spear fisherman is the well, stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I, I want to try and do both. If I if I were so lucky to get drawn, I'm going to take a, a yo-yo down there, hook and line. I'm going to basically go down there pick out my goliath i'm going to get him to bite the hook and line said and then i'm going to dispatch him with a power head that I, would be I, legal i would just go have some grouper at the local <laughs> restaurant <laughs> go through all that crap <laughs> yeah, walk down to ic sharks and go i'll take that fillet right there yeah, yeah that a, looks good it's fresh a, a spear fisherman can't do it unless he's attached to it with a hook and line but yeah. you can you can Hook and line it underwater. Let's make it as difficult as we possibly can. No, oh, he's yeah. looking at the gray area of, le- of legality. And yeah. So if he sees one that's in the slot, you can throw a little bait out there, fish underwater. As soon as he takes it, you can pull him in. He's now on hook and line. I've only dispatched him with the power. Hand. There you go. It's just no different than uh, bringing him up and doing the same thing. This is a you. video we're going to have to get out to the general public because this is going to be awesome. Yeah. I can't wait for it to get on Channel 10 with their new news group. That'll be great with their little tight suits and their really do you, cool Do you flip your eggs with a dispatula? <laughs> <laughs> he does. No. And, and so what else besides the group? Well, I know in, in the last week at the end of the show, I talked about they, they came out and they're changing the regulations on only the recreational blue crab traps that you are going to have to change your trap and it will go into effect uh, this March, but the following, it'll take one year before they start enforcing it, that you can ha- you have to limit the size of your opening on the regulation, the recreational traps to two inches by six inches. And they, they have... Two by six? Two inches by six inches, so that a terrapin turtle cannot get into your blue crab trap. In salt water? 
Yes. There's terrapin turtles in saltwater? Yes. It's a land turtle. Yeah, I, no, I thought no. they were, uh, yeah. You, we have to do this, but they're not going to do it to the commercial people who have millions of traps out there, but to the recreational people only, and they openly say your biggest crabs cannot fit through that slot. So the big seven-incher, two-and-a-half-inch claw that you really want to put into the steamer you can't catch? There is some debate about what seven inches is. <laughs> well, go, I'm just go tell it to an FWC <laughs> officer. I, I just uh, <laughs> He'll I, get his official majoring device. I bet he will. Two inches high, six inches wide. That's the opening that's allowed uh, yes, for a so crab. Rigid, it'll have to be a rigid hard Rigid thing. seven inches. What are we talking about? All right. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us on the show. We'll see you next Saturday. It is the Bigger Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll see you next weekend. Have fun. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 WHFS Sefner. WQYK FM HD2 St. Petersburg. 103.1 W276 CX Newport Ritchie. 92.1 W221 DW Tampa.